Hi, everyone. Welcome to LSAT Boss. Today's episode features a recorded interview with former student Ali Chima and Claudia Ryan. And when we caught up with Claudia Ryan at that time, she was studying for her criminal law exam. We bring you today's episode now after Claudia has already found out that she received not only an A on her exam, but the highest grade in her class. I hope you enjoy it. Welcome to LSAT Boss. I'm your host, Shauna Ginsberg, and today we're bringing you a very special admissions love story, part two. This one is with a guy I've now known for over two years, Mr. Ali Chima, once just an LSAT student, now a pre-law student who is just in a very different place in his life. How are you doing, Ali? Thanks for coming in today. Well, thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Um, it's a beautiful day and it's good to be here um, in this office after such a long time. So I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you haven't been here for, gosh, two or three months at least. I would say yes, more than three months I haven't been here. And definitely coming back to the office may be nostalgic because of all the lessons that we used to do over here. Um, starting from the LSAT to you know, with the point that I'm in right now, the application. So it's it's all it's it's all it's been a long ride, but it's been a very rewarding and a fruitful ride. It really has been a long ride. I mean, we're looking at the whiteboard behind me, which now is very different and has a lot of my side projects, like uh, my stocks that I've been investing in, my meditation goals, some songs I want to record, and some books I want to publish. You know, right. nothing ambitious or anything. Mm-hmm. But before that, mm-hmm. a very ambitious two-year-long timeline when you were just a sophomore. We had a real realization about what it was going to take for you to reach the goals that you had set for yourself for law school. Absolutely. When I came here, you know, it was, I I was in a bad shape, right? I was doing 130 on LSAT and um, my GPA was very low. It wasn't even close to a 3.0. The schools that I had goals for that I, that I want to attend to, the schools I want to be at, I want to go to, they, with those numbers that I had, those numbers did not lock up with those uh, schools' numbers. So therefore, we had, to, we had to come to agreement, we had to come to a consensus as to this is the plan that we need to you know, achieve for, we need to strive for this plan. And um, after we implemented a strategy, effective strategy, we saw a good gain in my LSAT store, LSAT score, I'm sorry. And then the other thing was the GPA gain. And all of this happened within this two years, but it was, um, you know, it was a team effort. It was a collective effort. Now we are in that process where we are, um, we are past that um, hump and we are, you know, moving towards the application and admissions process. So it's, it's been, a, like I said, it's been a very rewarding journey along the way. Yeah, I mean, it, I often talk about people like Ali 1.0 versus Ali 2.0. Right. Ali 1.0 looked a lot like a lot of students that I see. We have big aspirations that often creates expectation, that often creates anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it also puts us into kind of like a forward-thinking approach when maybe we need to be a little bit more grounded in the present. So. Right. I remember how how much you were struggling with your calculus class in particular. And meanwhile, you were coming to me almost incredibly impressed with yourself that you were doing eight hours of LSAT studying every right. day. Yep. And it wasn't necessarily quality study, no, right? Wasn't I mean, we were, no. yeah, I mean, you came to me with these, you know, much lower scores than you were capable of. And meanwhile, 
neglecting, and in your opinion, justifiably so, mm-hmm. your academic coursework. Right. I was, you know, because I my area of concentration was directly involved, and it was, I was honing in my, I was honing my focus on the LSAT. I was kind of neglecting, and I was, you know, being uh, delinquent with the with my academic schoolwork. Um, because, you know, you have so much time in the day and you have to go to school and you have to prep. So all of that was, you know, all of that was taken away from my school time. So my definitely my GPA took a toll on that. You know, even though I was prepping for LSAT, it wasn't effective. I wasn't seeing a, a, a major gain. I wasn't seeing something worthwhile happening on my end. So that's why, we, you know, we, we met and we talked about the things that I was doing wrong. And then we, we created an effective strategy where I was working half the amount that I was initially working before I met you. And it was twice as effective. So from that point, you know, we kind of laid the inception that we need to we need to uh, bump my GPA. We need to spike up the GPA just as imperative as your LSAT score. After that, there was a big shift, not just in my academic aspect of my life, but also in my personal life, because I was, you know, I was um, uh, not more drained on energy. I was in a good headspace. I wasn't struggling in any aspect of my life because I knew that I had good control over a lot of things. Wouldn't you say that it's a myth that hours and hours of LSAT studying makes you feel in control? Absolutely. 100%. You, uh, you see, before I came to you, I was doing two months of uh, my own prep. I started in September and I met you in November. And I was doing, I would say, eight hours of, yeah, a week because there were two, three hours I was doing each day and you do that by six. So that's three times. Actually, it was more. It wasn't even eight. It was more than eight hours. And they were laborious hours that I was chiming in, but they weren't leading to no type of result. You see, when I came and I was doing 130 um, on my LSAT, and then when I, after I met you and we established strategies, it, of course, it was, you know, it was, um, it, it was a process. It wasn't something that happened overnight. Mm-hmm. But then we saw a major increase. Um, you know, we saw a 21 point <laughs> increase. Amazing. Yeah. Yep. So that was a big bump. It it changed me throughout the process. The journey itself was very, you know, was 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 uh, rewarding because it didn't just change my outlook on how I was studying, but also how I was operating mentally. This is more reason why I always discourage people from writing their applications until they've completed their LSAT and got their scores back, so that you can see your progress already in your pre-law journey. It allows you to be confident. It allows you to look at schools like Catholic University. Mm-hmm. which I know is your favorite, is. <laughs> number one on your number list, one, yep. you know, and, and I know we talk a lot about University of Baltimore because yeah, yep. Claudia goes there, Claudia yeah. loves it, and yeah, I've said wonderful things about it, you know, <laughs> you, have, yep. you know, the guy with the 130, right. oh, what would he be doing but begging in his application to get in, and it, that would be a, gosh, a wish and a prayer, no, absolutely. right? You're right, very devastating. So the 151, mm-hmm. And all the work that it took mm-hmm. to get the 151. And by the way, what's your GPA now? It's no longer a 27, is it? It's a 3.4. Everybody hear that. Yeah, it's a 3.4. Isn't really. that amazing? So, and then before I even met you in my community college, when I, you know, when I started, it was a 2.4. Mm. So, I mean, if we, if you go all the way back, it's a major increase, but not just that, yeah. but even from when we met till now... You know, I'm in a very complete different dimension than yeah. where I was. Uh, you know, we can't operating with, we cannot operate with anxiety, trepidation, um, you know, or, or apprehension when we are, you know, trying to form an effective strategy onto one of these um, outsets or any academic work. So if the headspace is not right, then it could really be very laborious and it could be very ineffective. Sure. Yeah. 
about as effective as trying to make a phone call when you have 1%. Yes. Absolutely. Don't get tired, too. So y'all can't see the smile on his face, but the reason why he gets the second episode of Admissions Love Story is because I love his admissions story. And he's not even in anywhere yet. We just submitted the first application last week. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And whatever happens, what I know is that Ali Chima 2.0 is a heck of a better candidate than Ali Chima 1.0. And and that's what we're really about. This this admissions process is about competing against your... Best though. Well, and the rest of your support system as well, right? Because we are we are nothing if we don't have people that are surrounding us that only want what's in our best interest. Absolutely. Right? So if, if anybody, whether it's me, whether it's your parents, whether it's the manager that you work with at your, your dad's business that wrote that awesome letter of recommendation for you. Yes, ma'am. I mean, where, wherever it is, we we have these just great opportunities to have strong support systems that are only there to prop us up, right? To be the shoulders that we stand on so that we can see further. Absolutely. And, um, you know, if you have somebody... Um, if, if you don't have a support system, you know, going back to what you were saying, if you don't have a support system, then it, it really can be very challenging to overcome your obstacles and your insecurities and doubts that arise from within. So you got to have that support system that can keep you in check and can, you know, propel you into uh, reaching towards your endeavors, your goals. Sure. And um, it's 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 just as important as having your mental clarity of having a support system. Sure. Well, because otherwise you'd be left with only the voices in your head, right. one of which is telling you that a 2.6 is fine. It's fine. You, you know, and that's very true because at one point I did think to myself, you know, I was looking at UB and 2.7, 2.8, it's something that they'll be okay with, right? Now they're okay. If I make just over the edge, I should be fine. I'm, sufficient. It's sufficient, right? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. If it's sufficient, I should be fine. But, you know, but when you have someone like you, on the other hand, that's keeping you in check, that's like, no, you got to go more. You got to you got to keep doing more. You, you you have this to your disposal. You, you can do, you know, you can use this to your leverage. Then it all becomes a very different perspective. It all becomes a very different outlook. And then from there, you kind of just, you know, tag along and you move along and you pretty much just carve out your best self. And then the results speak for itself. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I think that we need to turn this then all of this positive energy, all of this um expectation that people can be their best selves with just a little bit of good support, support yeah. right? Yep. And so let's let's tell everybody who's who's following us how they can do it. I mean, we've got people listening in Canada, Australia, South Korea, Brazil, awesome. India, nice. UK, Taiwan, Spain, Hong Kong, and the list goes on. Mm-hmm. I, you know, maybe I'll mention some more next time. Colombia, Mexico, Turkey, Finland. Wow. Finland. So let's, the let's just tell everybody <laughs> that we're watching, y'all. We are here as your support system. Ali and I only want what's best for you. So to all of you with your 2.6s and 2.7s, mm-hmm. to those of you with B minuses and C plus GPAs who think that it's sufficient, mm-hmm. what do you think, Ali? Well, this is what I think. I think the only limitation that we put on ourselves is um, is the limitation we put on ourselves. It's it's only arbitrary. It's not reality because um, according to science, we have only used not even one percent of our brain. 
So to, to be honest, there's so much potential we can tap into and kind of bring it out to the surface. We only have to acknowledge it. We only have to believe in ourselves. We only have to just, you know, keep marching and keep pressing forward. Um, and, you know, there's just, it, there is unparalleled amount of potential that everyone has. They just need to tap into it. And let's get a little bit more wisdom from Claudia Ryan, who just joined us, just finished up learning about something called spoilation, whatever that means, <laughs> with a TA. How you doing, Claudia? I'm doing all right. I am preparing for my midterms. Oh, my goodness. Well, last time we checked in with you, you were super grateful. Your professors were amazing. You felt super supported. Are you still feeling that way? Yes. My professors are great, and they are supportive. Because if you have a great support system, you can you can tell by Claudia's voice that she is ecstatic, that she is content with where she is. And, uh, you know, it's... Except for, you know, my, my criminal law midterm, but... Otherwise, they're very supportive. <laughs> well, you, you know, Claudia, you can't have it all the way, right? So it's, it's one or so, it doesn't matter. That's when you kind of like have to, you know, bring out your best self and make sure that you are able to storm through the storms, you know, this bad weather or whatever it is that you want to give it an analogy of. But I was just going to crawl headfirst into a wood chipper, but I guess I could do what I'll be saying. Yeah, now you, now you can't because you just got this dose of really, really supportive medication, right? Absolutely. I mean, I still could. <laughs> <laughs> so what's criminal law like it's really interesting one case made me cry not in front of everybody though i kept it together in front of everybody as you're studying you identify really huge gaps in between what's on your notes and what potential questions are like entire categories of concepts that are not in your notes that suddenly you might be asked about and you have to go hunt down information on that from every source you can think of so it's exciting it's great <laughs> also it keeps you busy you know it doesn't let you get sidetracked with whatever it is it, it doesn't distract you in other words <laughs> it keeps you busy that's funny <laughs> I, I mean you know the way you're describing it if i were you know this feels like a sherlock holmes type of story right where you kind of like going like investigator and trying to piece it together if that was the case if from what you were saying and from what i'm hearing if that's incongruent then i would i i feel like that would be a great time to not get distracted because it will keep you busy um because you know you have this you have this curiosity in your mind that how the heck did this happen you know and you would you would always want to make sure that you um, you, you find the answer. So I, personally speaking, I wouldn't get distracted. Uh, I would just... Well, I, let's be clear here, Ali. I can always get distracted, no matter when I have a deadline or how curious I am. <laughs> That's oh. my superpower. But it's called ADHD, and yeah, there's that. You know, Claudia... Um, ADHD, that's perfectly fine. But if that's the, you know, if that's the case, then just slow it down, right? Because when you really slow it down, then you don't miss the details. Perhaps. Sometimes, what's the most challenging about law school is knowing that you need double the time to study mm -hmm. and really understand something and take really good notes, right. and yet. We've only been gifted these 24 hours in our day. Mm -hmm. I think it's the hardest thing. Mm -hmm. It's like, I think we know how much it takes sometimes. I think especially when you lose focus, you know, every 10 minutes or so because mm -hmm. you're, you're up against focus challenges. It just, 
it just makes it that much harder. And then I think it causes a lot, a lack of sleep, which can cause then other things with Absolutely. the sleep deprivation. So I think Claudia, I'd love to gift you, and I've been meaning to give this to you, Claudia, but I have this extra day. So it's like day eight, and what happens is you just inject it right after day seven. Oh, God, I could use that. Or yeah. Death. I haven't really... <laughs> no, I'm just really glad that we had a few minutes to talk, and it sounds like you were able to spend an hour with a TA, which, again, in talking about good support systems and making sure that you picked the right school for you, I know Ali is sitting here going, yeah, TAs are awesome, supports are great, law school's hard, and he is so psyched, so... Do you have any um, positive, optimistic words for Ali to keep him totally psyched about law school? Oh, well, this was a mandatory TA for uh, everyone session about the midterm for civil procedure. So this was uh, either you show up and pay attention or you're left adrift on your own. I mean, that's even cooler, though. Like, mandatory support. Mm -hmm. I I don't hate it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So that's actually good that they're obligating you to go. Let's see. Pearls of wisdom. Be naturally good at all of this stuff because there comes a time when the only line is if it comes naturally and if it doesn't. And if you have a little bit of natural talent for understanding or applying this stuff, it keeps you from crawling out a fourth floor window. Hmm. Well, you definitely have that natural ability. I mean, I knew that from the get-go. Up for debate in certain cases. Overall, we all know that Claudia is qualified. Really happy that you got to check in with us. And everything's hard, but remember that we talked about last time? That if it wasn't hard and you're not crying, you're probably not doing it right. Right. (laughs) That's true. And truly, there is always someone more stupid than you. There we go. But now that's a pearl. There is always someone that's in a worse position than you? Let's say that instead, sure. Okay. All right. Let's say it like that instead. That's in good spirit. Like, you may think you are the primo idiot at something, and then someone else will get called on, and you'll be like, wait a minute. That person's dumber than me. And it feels really nice. Hmm. Now, sometimes you are that stupid person, and that's just the way it goes. But hopefully the goal is to consistently not be the stupid person. You know, Claudia, on the last episode, you told everybody uh, how much empathy you had for the person that got called on that couldn't answer something when you knew it, because you knew what it felt like to be in that position. Has something shifted? No. I mean, like, there are two sides to this. You have empathy for them, Hmm. but you have to recognize that you are not that person Hmm. all the time. Because you will be sometimes. It's just a fact of life. Mm. Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg was there at certain points. We've had an awesome opportunity being able to talk about what it takes to really work hard academically. And how important that is Mm -hmm. in the admissions process. Mm -hmm. And obviously how important that is on the other side. You recommend that students kind of do their... Your, their personal statements at a later time when they are, you know, through with their LSAT too, because that way they can reflect those experiences. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that way they can talk confidently about themselves and they will have something to talk about. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really important because that's exactly what we did on um, on, on my work. So yeah. yeah, hard work at the get-go. At the get-go, So that you yeah. can get to the place where Claudia is, which Absolutely. is just harder work. 
<laughs> well, Claudia can, you know, break it down into pieces and Claudia can get it done. Of she, course she can. She, of course she can. She's a superhero. She is. She, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> she's... <laughs> both, both... Are funny. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, sign off today. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in for another episode. If you liked what you heard, go ahead and leave us a good review. Don't forget, you can start your LSAT journey by just heading to Teachable and finding the LSAT boss complete course. It's downloadable, ready for you. You can purchase the entire thing for a big discount. All of our podcast listeners can get a 30% off our Teachable LSAT course using offer code SALE30 at checkout. Don't forget to check out our website as well for additional tutoring services and products. And check back in for our next episode. We're going to be continuing on with Logical Reasoning episodes. We look forward to... A new podcast next time around. There's nothing to look forward to. Life is pain. Take care. Have a great day. To myself But some things May not always come to plan Sometimes I don't know what to I just wanna be free, fly away, birds and bees, fly through the trees, right by you, you by me, everything you can leave to me, in the world of feels like This podcast has been brought to you by Ginsburg Advanced Tutoring. Find us on the web at www.ginsburgadvancedtutoring.com.